Hello, everybody, and welcome to another review by us. Uh, get strapped in. We have a lot of reviews on the way because I think we have about eight invitations to yeah eight different movies. So I think I think it's five this week, three next week. It's going to be hectic. But for today, we just saw Saltburn. Um, this movie is written and directed by Emerald Fennell. Uh, she did Promising Young Woman, which I know that me and Nan both loved. I think it was in like our top three yeah. of that year. Yeah, we both loved that movie. It won Best Screenplay at the Oscars. So we're very excited for another Emerald Fennell movie. Uh, Saltburn follows a student at Oxford University who finds himself drawn into the world of a charming and aristocratic classmate who then invites him to his eccentric family's sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten. Now, this movie stars Barry Keegan, Jacob Elordi, Archie McCudway, and Sadie Sovereal. You also got Rosamund Pike in there and Jacob E. Grant. So, man, what do you think of this uh, interesting movie? I, I don't really know how else to phrase it, but interesting is probably the best way to put it. It definitely is interesting. I still don't know my actual thoughts and whether I liked it or not. I'm still very much on the fence. I'd yeah, it's going to stick around for quite a while mm. before I actually, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I like it, but it's definitely a typical, and when I say typical, because I've only seen one of her films, yep. um, Emerald Fennell type movie, you know, mm -hmm. you've got like a pretty simple um, first two acts, and then it's really that last 20 minutes where shit sort of hits the fan. Yeah. It was quite similar to uh, Promising Young Woman. Um, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this is like, this must be like her style or something, you know, just like the twist right at the end kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I think that's her, her, her sort of style of directing. And mm -hmm. I, I do like films like that where it's just like, you don't know where it's going to go. And then suddenly everything, it just flips the table on you at the last 20 minutes. You're like, Oh Christ. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I thought the directing was pretty decent. It was pretty good um, mm -hmm. in terms of that. Um, the performances is probably the key standout for this. Um, yeah. other than the, you know, the technical side of stuff, mm -hmm. Barry Keown, Keegan. Keegan. I think there's, there's a lot of ways to pronounce uh, that last name. I, I always go with Keegan. Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. That oh. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought he was real easily the standout in this. Just mm. when we first see him, he was like the sort of timid, quite shy sort of character. And then, um, Barry, I'm not going to say his last name, yep. portray that really well. And then like, he can just sort of see his um as the movie goes on just him grow and mm. like get a bit more confident and somewhat stuff like that and like you know you can sort of the way the twist ends and if you like follow it through you can sort of see what he was doing yeah um if that may, i don't want to spoil anything so i can't really get into detail yeah no we can't what, get into details <laughs> but yeah i thought he was great um jacob Aldieri was Aldieri. Mm. Elordi. Elordi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was good as well. I thought he was really good. He sort of mm. played that, you know, that sort of playboy, sort of rich guy mm. quite well. Um, yep. Sort of oblivious to real world feelings and mm. um, warnings that people were giving him. Um, he was just, yeah, the stand-up guy, really. He just seemed like the, <laughs> a really good dude, eh? Yeah. Like, yeah. you always think he's going to be the asshole, but, like, he's just... Because it's, it's always the rich ones that are the cunty ones, but yeah, no. Yeah, but this guy, he's just, yeah, he seems like a really good guy. Yeah. yeah. So I think those two are the main standouts of this film. Um, mm -hmm. All the other um, actors and actresses in it sort of just... They were just fine. Rosamund Pike was Rosamund Pike, you know? Like, mm -hmm. she she can never have a bad movie. She's just so, so, so damn good. Yeah. Um. 
you know, yeah, the best part of this film is the technical side, you know, the cinematography and the production design. Some of the shots in the um, film is absolutely stunning. There was one shot that I remember very clearly where it's Barry just like laying down on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you have the mansion behind him filling out one half of the screen. And then it's a water, water reflection of the mansion on the other half. Oh, yes. Oh, such yeah. a good scene. Yeah. And then there's like heaps of great bird's eye um, sort of scenes as well. There's mm-hmm. one off um, where they're by the lake and yep. the sister is just there. And you see the little donut and then another one mm-hmm. at the end with the maze and just see everyone running through the maze. Yeah. I think the shot selection in this film is fantastic. And the lighting as well is amazing as well mm-hmm. um especially that last um the party scene oh. at the end with just like the red light and everything and yeah then, um at the dinner scene where they close curtains and it's red and it's quite symmetrical for what happened on screen um moments before yeah it's really really good um and the production design was great you know that mm-hmm. well, it took place in a mansion and it actually felt like a mansion it felt huge like i could barely keep up besides the main dining room of what room was whose and what. Yeah. Because it's just so massive and like the detail in it, in it from like the books and the paintings and the, um, what what's it called? Statues. Statues. Yeah. yeah all that v- Vases. Yep. Stuff like, yeah, art mm-hmm. was very well done. And even just the look of that, you know, the old sort of English sort of castle yeah type buildings mm-hmm. was great as well. Uh, the score, it, I couldn't, I could barely, um, rarely hear a score on it like mm. it, w- there wasn't a score throughout the f- whole movie it was just in certain scenes where they had musical pieces and some of the scenes where it did it was really good you know it's a yeah. typical orchestral type mm-hmm. um scores there was another thing i was going to say but i forgot mid-sentence that will do me until it comes yep that's, that's all um yeah, I'm I'm pretty much on board with yeah, pretty much everything that you said there. I would disagree about the actors just because Barry Keegan, I've seen he's just always kind of that kind of character. Weird. <laughs> You're weird. Just that sad guy who's just kind of tagging yeah. along. But then he's also sometimes that one that's kind of like evil and mysterious as well. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think he's played this role a lot. So I didn't really find it much of a standout, but he does have a little bit more uh quirkiness and it's more of a daring role as we see in a uh in one of the scenes towards <laughs> the end of the film uh it's it's very very interesting i don't think i need to see much more of barry keegan again uh, i've seen a lot of him uh, <laughs> yeah uh jacob lordy i liked him um i thought i thought he was good uh as well it doesn't provide too much in terms of uh more of like a compelling performance or anything I would also say Rosamund Pike. I th- I really liked her. I thought she was you know very interesting and her performance was quite subtle as well. I thought it was just really really good. I think overall just the entire cast is just they were just really really solid. Yeah. Like no one's like oh they're definitely going to get best actor or best actress. It's just really really good. Everyone involved in it, I guess. Um, as for the narrative and story itself, oh, yeah, it's. I can I could see why this movie was is quite like divided and uh yeah me too. Yeah, people aren't so like certain of it. You can you can just understand it. I'm still trying to swing the fence in terms of whether I'm in favor of it or like not in favor of it. But I did I think I overall enjoyed it. I think kind of the twists at the end and how it kind of this plot unravels, I, I it didn't really affect me. I didn't think it was uh 
anything special. I didn't think it was like, oh my God, it was there the whole time. Or like, I'm just trying to speak very broadly without giving away yeah. uh, context or spoilers. Um, it, but it is quite similar to Parasite in terms of its themes, you know, class disparity of, you know, lower class versus upper class and all that kind of stuff. And I, I don't think it really uh, it fleshed that uh, piece of it out enough. It's, and then, the you know, the twists and uh, turns that happen throughout the movie, it, it doesn't really add any weight to the thematic of the movie. So I was a little bit disappointed in that. Um, but going over to, you know, the technical side of it, Emerald Fennell has uh, massively improved as a technical director. For Promising Young Woman, I think that was shot nice. It was really solid technically. But this is on a whole new level for Hell Emerald yeah. Fennell. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, this seems like someone who's like, just really knows what they're doing. And I'm sure Emerald Fennell does. She's a, a very... Uh, Promising young director. Um, if you're that was a good one. Don't give me that look. <laughs> that one was good. Um, but my point still stands. And yeah, what what she's done here is great. I think uh, cinematography wise, one of the best of the year easily. Uh, the cinematographer Linus Sandgren, he's very good at what he does. The the type of shots that he gets are very they're very interesting yeah. and, and capturing it on that kind of uh, aspect ratio. It's it's smaller, but he manages to capture like so much around him as well, and you kind of just can sit there and awe in like the beauty of this massive mansion. I think he just does a really good job of capturing, you know, the visual style of it. And as you said before, the, I thought the lighting was just impeccable. It was yeah. just it's so nicely lit. Um, yeah, I, so uh, one of my favorites of the year when it comes to cinematography. I would say um, as well the production design. It's got to be up there for top of the year as well. The the party, um, the Oxford University, uh, the mansion itself, brilliant, brilliant all around. Like everything just, it just works. And as you said before, you felt the mansion being big. Like it felt like we only kind of explored like a little bit of it. Yeah. But there's just, it, but it also managed to make you feel like it's much more bigger than like what you can actually see inside. So I think that does a really good job. It uses the, you know, outside areas of the mountain really well. And it just kind of creates uh, quite uh, very interesting situations and uh, quite compelling scenes as well throughout it. Um, as for the score, I, I mean, I thought the score was solid. It's not memorable. I think it just slides right in. Yeah. Um, and that's basically it. I thought the song selection were hilarious. This movie <laughs> uh, takes place in 2006. And it might be one of the first movies to really capture the like 2000, 2000s kind of era quite yeah. well because, you know, it, the fact that we're saying it's like kind of like a, a throwback now is, is odd because it's only 2006. Yeah. But it, it throws you back there, you know, with, with the songs, the karaoke, the type of phones that they have. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a really bizarre kind of feeling watching that and seeing it. Um and the type of movies that are shown in the movie as well it's like you know oh, yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm talking about yeah so I thought that was just um an, a very kind of interesting era to choose for this movie to take place it's quite refreshing because we're so used to seeing like 90s 80s yeah, 60s exactly but no one ever thinks to do like you know early 2000s yeah I know we're, we're now getting to that stage 20 almost 25 years yeah um since that era so that's pretty much like a whole like, yeah, you can like take, do, have like throwback movies now. Yeah, to you, that you era. can do so much with that, and I'm surprised many directors aren't choosing to do that. They're just sticking with the 80s and 
yeah, nineties, like with the kind of the, the early um, technology revolution, like with like old school laptops, uh, you yeah. know, the fat computers and stuff. Yeah. yeah, we can really go back to that era now. Um, but yeah, no, overall, um, Emerald for now, when it comes to the technical side of this, absolutely amazing. I expect this to have a very large presence uh, at the Oscars. Uh, in terms for you. This movie has obviously been talked about in the Oscar conversation pretty pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, not surprising given our promised young young woman's success. Would you? I mean, you said the actors were kind of a standout for you. Uh, do you see anyone no. being worthy of a nomination? Anyone in the conversation? Mm. No, I think this year is just so damn strong when it comes to acting. Like, it really is. Yeah. Like maybe if it was any other year, maybe mm. they could just like you know get like a. Filler sort of nomination, yeah. Um, but no, I don't see anyone from this cast getting. I think most of the Oscar nominations are going to come from the um technical side of um the film. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. The only one I could see is maybe Rosamund Pike because I don't really. I mean, looking at the best supporting actress, it might be the weakest one of the acting categories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because uh, you know, you know, your supporting actor, you know. Robert Downey Jr., De Niro, Gosling, and obviously Best Actor and Actress are stacked. But Best Supporting Actress, maybe a nod in there, maybe in the conversation. I don't know if it'll stick. Um, but I, I wouldn't say she deserves it, but really strong. Um, what about on the technical side of things? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The cinematography has to get nominated, mm. along with production design as well. Maybe even costume. Oh, no, not really costume design. It was just oh, pretty. Costuming was solid. Oh yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, but I think it, the film really strives on those two: the cinematography and and production. production. Yeah, um, I, I don't really see it getting a screenplay nod. Mm. Um, I just don't think it's as strong as Promising Young Woman, so I think no. it might miss out in that aspect. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just its themes and the emotionality of it just doesn't quite hit like Promising Young Woman did. Yeah, uh, that made a point in that movie, and it made it pretty strongly. Also tied quite nicely with uh, certain pieces of comedy as well. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's going to be – it's a very dense year, so it's got a lot of competition ahead of it. I think it may get the Best Picture nod at the end of the day. Right now, I don't know if it absolutely deserves a Best Picture nod. Uh, would you be mad if it got nominated for Best Picture? Considering there can be 10 nominees at least. Depends what missed out, really. That's true. Because um, yeah. I'm so on the fence with this one mm. that I don't know where I sit. Um, I wouldn't mind it at this stage, but it really depends what it missed out. So say, for example, Oppenheimer missed out by this. Okay, well, I don't think I'm <laughs> that, That's why I said, for example, because it's the first one. Then I'll, then I'll be like, oh, okay, really? Or something like poor things, you know, missed yeah. out because of salt burn. I'm like, oh, nah. Well, you, you're just talent, saying the front runners there. Maybe <laughs> something like, ah, uh, The Killer didn't make it. And we'll review that one soon. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a, there's been a lot of yeah. good ones this year. We'll have to see. I th- this is definitely a movie that I think is gonna. Once it settles with us, I think we'll have a more clearer, yeah. um, yeah, idea of our own opinions. Um, in terms of score, I know it's hard because it's a kind of a wacky, divisive kind of movie. Where do you sit out of ten right now? And I'm fully asking you, knowing they will probably change by the time when we do our top tens. Yeah, probably five right now. Probably five, just right in the middle, eh? Right in the middle on the fence, you know? Yeah. It can either become shit or it has room to grow. Right. I would say a 6.5. 
I really love the technical side of the movie. I think it's it's a very beautiful movie to watch. Um, and I was really uh, intrigued for a lot of it. But yeah, just the, the parts of it just didn't land. Um, I didn't really feel anything by the end of it. But yeah, that is our review for Saltburn. Um, I don't know whether it's out in the US or not. Oh, I don't know when. Uh, these kind of Oscar movies, they kind of... Uh, they're very weird with the NZ calendar and you know, we, for example, we get the zone of interest in February next year. <laughs> so, uh, very interesting there, but anyway, if you guys have seen it, do let us know what you think. Jump on over to X or leave your comment down below. Uh, if you're, uh, listening to our podcast with this, then just jump over to YouTube or X formerly Twitter. And then, yeah, flick us a message. Let us know what you think. Otherwise, uh, go and see the movie. I would recommend going and see this movie. I would love to know more people's opinions about it because it, you get some really interesting opinions just because yeah. it's, I think you're either going to love it or you hate it. <laughs> you can Pretty only really much. go one way. Um, but yeah, otherwise just head on over to moviegames.com. Check out all our uh, content that we do. We do box office, Oscars, physical media, and more. So just head on over there. Otherwise, we'll catch you next time. Keep bringing the hype. Peace. See you later.